SJS Specialty Company. Uh, it's been a company we're, we're just shy of 40 years. My father started it back in 1982, uh, one year prior before I was born. Um, second generation business owner, I took it over in 2014. And uh, the, the industry has certainly changed uh, ever, ever since like when I was doing this. Um, when I was doing this, what you really needed back then, what, like you needed like a big office space and you needed like six or seven fax machines. Thank God that's like no longer the case. Um, I've been doing this ever since, I've uh, been in the promotional products industry ever since like I was like three unofficially. Uh, like I was in my father's office and like he would have me like stack all these catalogs like into these little filing cabinets because like that's how you kept track of everything you know it was fax machines and a bunch of catalogs like just stuffed you know towers and towers of stuff I, I don't remember if I got paid but I'm pretty sure he violated some some child labor laws <laughs> when I was doing that um, or, or maybe he just he tricked me into thinking it was like a game of just like stacking those catalogs out there and like the way the way you racked up points was you just get like a ton of paper cuts so um i always wanted to get into the industry like i always wanted to get into the family business uh when i graduated in 2006 uh the, the goal was to always like get a job somewhere and and then eventually come into the come into the industry later on but then the job market really wasn't that great coming out of college. So, you know, we just figured, okay, you know, you were going to do this anyway, just jump right in. And that's what I did. I officially started this, doing this in 2008. And then in two, then 2009 happened. And I was like the year of the big economic crash. So like, it was a very big time to like actually start working. Um, also happened in 2009, uh, the promotional products industry, industry got hit uh, with federal legislation, which was the State Sunshine Pharma Act. And if you don't know what that is, it essentially said that pharmaceuticals couldn't be purchasing mass quantities of promotional products. So like, if you remember going to the doctor back prior to 2009, you saw like all those pens like with drugs names on them. Like that, that was us. Like, so that, that type, that business got legislated out of existence overnight. Like there's, unfortunately there were just some people that just like closed shop right away. Fortunately, SGS was diversified enough in its, in its market portfolio um, that we had enough existing clientele that we kind of had to, uh, that, we, that we could move forward with. And in 2014, I officially took over the business. And, you know, we were still going through that little bit of a rebranding period. And I had to ask myself, okay, I'm in charge of the ship now you know, what does SJS stand for? You know, what do we want to accomplish? And uh, the, you know, the things that came to mind, um, you know, we, if I had to break it down into three words, like we want to stand by quality, we want to stand by competence, and we want to stand by expedience. Uh, there are just case studies that show that uh, the type of promotional item that you give out is tied into the brand experience and ensures you guys know, like a brand is like the total sum collections of thoughts and feelings about a particular company. So that's what we want to do. Uh, you know, not, you know, not every case that goes out there you know, determining what you want to do uh, needs to be, the, needs to have the highest quality item, but like when appropriate, we, you know, we, we kind of gravitate you towards that. And then it's not to say you have to spend you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on whatever you're trying to do, you know, if your budget is only like a thousand dollars, like we'd rather you give out 10 of a hundred, you know, 10, well, a hundred pieces of a $10 item versus like a thousand pieces of like a $1 item like that, that we feel like you're being kind of 
penny wise, pound foolish in, in that regards. <clears throat> um, but in some cases, they're just not, you know, there's no reason for you to be spending like all this, all this dollar, like all this marketing dollars. And we'll tell you that, you know, if the, you know, the situation arises, like the thing that comes to mind to us uh, is like when universities do like the roofing crew. So if, like we're printing like thousands and thousands of like moving crew t-shirts, you know, those students are just going to wear the shirt once. So they don't, they don't need like a $5 shirt, you know, to, to just move in once and like never wear it again. Like they might wear it, you know, they might wear it to the gym or whatever, but like, that's pretty much it. And, you know, there, there, we try to give you, there we'll give you like the best bang for your buck. Um, <clears throat> going back to the confidence issue, I feel like there's not a lot of communication in our industry at all. Uh, I feel like a lot of people in our industry are order takers, you know, you, what do you want? What do you need it? Boom, done. Uh, with us, you should always know where you are in the, in, in the order processing stage, you know, whether you need like a price quote, uh, you know, where you are in production, you know, we'll give it ship dates or we'll give it estimated ship dates. We'll let you know if it gets pushed back, if it gets moved forward and you always get tracking, like once you track, you know, once that item ships. So like, you should know when you're getting your stuff, you should, um, you know, we'll let you know, it, you know, if you got like a certain event, we'll let you know what you can and can't do. <clears throat> like our goal is to try to get the stuff out to you as quickly as possible. Uh, some companies are better at that than others. Like some of the larger organizations, we actually deal with some larger organizations. They, they have like a lot, a lot of compliance. And you, you kind of saw it like in that little edgy, you know, in that infomercial that what we were viewing, uh, like the universities, like they have like all these brand compliance stuff like that. Um, so we're pretty good at navigating that out. So like, that's like the thing that will pretty much eat up a lot of your time, but you know, we'll get it out to you. We'll get it out to you when you need to get out to you. And uh, actually, yeah, that was that, that go, that went into my third dog experience. Uh, you know, always trying to get it out as, as quick as possible. Um, yeah. Uh, my father still is part of the company. He's semi-retired. So we have 50 years, plus experience uh, in between us. He handles the importing side of the, of the business. We, t we tell you, um, well, we don't tell you, uh, there are some things where we become the importer. I mentioned this earlier in the show, uh, you know, we'll import lanyards and lapel and stuff like that. But anything with like a medical component, we're, like we're very cautious on that type of thing. Like where something like has a medical component to it, like we'll do it through a third agent. It's incredibly labor intensive and a lot of quality control to it uh that we it's just best handled by some by someone else um that might increase the cost like a little bit like on the import st import side it, it's still like the safest method to do that uh mentioned earlier on that uh we've actually taken a very hard look at the supply chain side of the, the supply chain side of things where uh anything with like a medical component coming out of china we're we're not fulfilling because we're not uh we're very distrustful on that side of the supply chain as of right now. And actually this is where like with the industry, I think really has stepped up. Uh, we're, there are more USA made stuff, like a lot of the textiles on the domestic side, they're switching over to face masks. So uh, we'll, like if not that we had a request for that, people really want sanitizer, but uh, you know, that's where some we would pull from. Uh, be very wary out there for people uh, wanting those N95 masks. Like I'm sure you see commercials and social media posts or whatever. Those are all allocated to the hospitals. So if like you see someone selling an N95 mask retail, I'd be very, very wary of it. Um, <clears throat> also mentioned earlier that there are just uh, scams out there and anecdotal evidence that people are just not 
you know, they're just trying to make a buck. Uh, you know, there's, there's reports like stuff being defective out there. I uh, heard anecdotal evidence of like sanitizer being supplied. that was just sent to gel, like a fake FDA label out there. I um, heard anecdotal evidence of Chinese suppliers out there that didn't exist. Uh, I was talking with Ming earlier in the, in the podcast. Um, the sanitizer is just like a huge demand out there right now huge demand so like even under normal circumstances um like on the domestic side like a normal production schedule for most people would be like five business days and then whatever the ground ship rate is depending like where it's shipping from because there's like such a high demand of sanitizer out there um you know a supplier saying oh we're we're making these in china at five business days and we'll ship them out to new jersey in another five business days that's just a huge red flag huge red flag. Um, even like on the domestic side, everything's just like backed up. So even if you had inventory, like the queue has just has to be so long, like you have to be very, very wary of where you're pulling stuff from. You have to be very, very wary of the promises being given out there. And, it, and unfortunately, it's just one of those things like in the situation that the, that the country finds itself out now, like when people are desperate, their the rational part of their brain kind of like takes a backseat because they're trying to you know they want to be safe they want to you know they want they want peace of mind so they're they're willing to make themselves more susceptible of things that i, I feel like they wouldn't even um that they even normally wouldn't do or they'd be a little bit more guarded on that type of thing um Let's see. Uh, you know, also what I talked about earlier, um, when, at least on the education side, like everyone knows, like the universities and the schools are closed, and that's, that's like really sad. Like the seniors, they you know they work so hard to get where they are, and they're not going to have a proper graduation. <clears throat> but what's kind of cool is uh, some of the universities they're putting together little care packages for their students. So like we're doing stoles for them right now, and they're getting, they're going out to fulfillment centers and like just doing like all these little things that they're going to get while they won't have a proper graduation they're gonna you know they're gonna mail it out to people um or mail it out to students you know i guess that if you want to look at it as like a consolation prize as your, as your graduation um on the student front like i'm just getting reports like people in the medical facility because we do some stuff with like medical uh, education centers as well they're getting bumped up to the front line so like their graduation is like being expedited so like they're becoming nurses and doctors and pharmacists or whatever to help uh, battle the COVID situation that they find themselves in um, so that's really what I got at least that's what we got on our radar right now um, is there anything that you guys have like any questions of in regards to the the industry as a whole or what's going on like supply chain wise uh safety issues like anything in that nature no i know no. you probably have uh the strictest of safety features in place so that you know the buck stops with you guys where you're not sending out anything that might be compromised or tainted by somebody else yeah uh that's yeah like the sanitizer thing uh going back to that story real quick <clears throat> a lot of the beer distilleries have, have been switching over to, to making sanitizer and like some of the suppliers are kind of pulling from there a lot of the suppliers are switching to like usa made sanitizer and that's that's where we're where we're gonna pull from mm -hmm. at least in the near future um because we're just very wary of, of like anything medical coming out uh, overseas at the moment, just with like all the reports of like things not working or it's or it's not living up to to its purpose. 
Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, desperate times cause people to act unethically and, you know, you just gotta be really, really cautious and guarded, uh, when it comes to that type of thing. I think <clears throat> most sanitizer that we're doing right now for the people that are doing it with us, like the earliest they're getting it is May. And even then, uh, then the rest of it's going to be filled in June and July. Um, and maybe even further out than that. I mean, we don't know what's going on with this uh, virus. Like if we see if it like has a resurgence to it, which we hope not, but you got to kind of plan for it. And I just, I wasn't sure and I didn't really want to talk about it, but like now I'm, I'm feeling more confident that as we get closer, as we get further on in the year, I think the demand for, you know, health care products uh, are still going to be high in demand. And I think supply is going to be like really, really low. So like, if that's something that you either want to donate to like a hospital or if you want to do it, give it out to your work crew or, or just use it as marketing purposes, get in line now, you know, get in line. It doesn't have to be today, but get into, get in line sometime during this, you know, the next couple of weeks to get your stuff in because, you know, it's first come first serve, you know, and the, the later on you do in the year, the further, further down you're going to be in the queue. Um, what else was there? Uh, ah, don't you hate it? You, like you had like a really good thought and just like gets out of your head. It'll come back to you. What, what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now in this, in this climate? Um, is it supply? Is it, um, I know a lot of your products, you know, you mentioned it goes out to schools, sports teams. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things that have been unfortunately temporarily shut down. Um, I didn't know if there you could pinpoint one thing, but it might be your biggest challenge uh, right now. Um, I mean, from a, from a fulfillment issue uh, for the people that are still doing jobs, uh, it's really just this. It's a, it, it, most of it, the thing that people want are just health-related items, and um, the most in-demand stuff right there is just it's just gone. Um, but there are still there are still things you can do out there. There are actually little health first aid kits that you can do that have sanitizer uh, wipes in them. They're going to have some other stuff in there because like you can't just pack sanitizer wipes into like a first aid kit and just like shove it out because it, it screws with everyone's inventory system. But there are little kits you can do uh, out there if that's um, that's the route you want to take. Uh, but from a from the print, from a fulfillment industry, for what the promotional products industry is just dealing with overall, like, I guess, like the biggest challenge is because like, we're a very personal industry. Um, you know, it, it's, it's meant to draw crowds. And unfortunately, we're in social distancing, where we're trying to do like the opposite of that. So like, what do you do? Um, you know, the, the, the education system is closed down, athletics is closed down, trade shows and conferences are closed down, even people who do office supplies with this stuff, they're working from home. So um, I do think we're going to see some stuff where people are or promotional items where they're trying to modify behavior to, to like be in compliance uh, with social distancing. We're already seeing like kits and whatever appear in our industry to to kind of promote that because uh, the, unfortunately that's just like the new normal at least going till the end of april hopefully it starts easing out but you know we you know we'll see what happens going forward like it's kind of hard to plan in this type of environment like where people just don't know what's you know don't know what's on the horizon right and uh kind of on the flip side of that um i love going through uh the sgas uh, specialty uh product catalog i know mm -hmm. carry many products 
if I were to ask you what's the most unique item that I could get my logo on, what what would you say? The most honestly, I would say it depends on what your purpose are. Are you doing it for like a? Are you doing it for a store? Are you doing it for your employees? Are you are you doing it to like break into like a new market? Um, honestly, the most tried and true thing out there is still apparel. It's still it's, the, it's always like the number one seller in an industry, and, and it is that way for a reason. It's like a huge advertising space, and it's like the most useful. Now, what came on my radar prior? To the, to the pandemic, which I thought was really, like really neat. One of the suppliers that we pull from and like they're very responsible in their sourcing, um, they actually introduced like a new t-shirt that is 100% recyclable, but it's also the the dye, like they, they recycle it from like scraps of the existing shirt. So like if you're doing like a yellow shirt, like a black shirt, it's actually recycled from like scraps of black shirts and yellow shirts. So like the water that goes into the ink curement process is like really really low and it's it was it wasn't it was actually decently priced because like if you came to us prior to last year like because we had customers who wanted like eco-friendly stuff but like the thing with like eco-friendly and the thing with like usa made is you know it comes at a much higher price point you know it's out there but you know you got to pay for it and at the end of the day do people really you know you, you'll find how committed people are to their value system once they see the price tag. But like that eco uh, recycled shirt, I thought uh, was actually going to be like a really good seller prior, you know, prior to the environment that we find ourselves in. Uh, that was like a really unique thing to, uh, to it. Also another thing that kind of came on my radar and I, maybe uh, you're kind of wearing it right now. I can't, I can't really tell. There's like this new decoration method that came on my radar. It's called Sonic welding. So basically like people's logos, like on caps or whatever, will actually like be like a piece of metal, like welded onto the apparel itself. That's that I thought was like actually really cool. I can't <laughs> tell if that's like a patch or if that's actually- like uh, It's actually, it's le it's made out of leather. And oh, okay. gotcha. uh, well. I've seen the Sonic welding hats and um, yeah, we may talk to you about that at some point. Yeah, those are those are actually really, really neat. Um, they come with, uh, I think like their minimum quantity is like 144 pieces to do it. So like, I, I don't know what, I don't know how popular it would be. You know, different organizations have different, um, you know, they have different budgets, they have different needs, like who they're trying to go, go out to. So it was something that we put on our radar. It wasn't something we were going to go out and aggressively push until like we have like a better idea <clears throat> of its purpose and, you know, how, you know, how much of a, need people really want it i am um, with all the thousands of products out there and then so many new things coming out do you actually go and it's like oh that looks cool that looks cool it's like eh, i don't think people would buy this do you actually go and handpick each item no actually uh what um we do keep our eyes out like on new emerging trends like the pop socket weirdly <laughs> enough <clears throat> that came on our radar but i when it when it was first big um it, it wasn't something we pushed we thought the phone wallet which actually was popular you know like you know like at the back of your phone yep, of course yep. the business yep. cards or whatever like that that i thought was going to be the more popular one but you know at the, at the at the end of the day you never really never truly know um we usually go to like a show out in vegas at the new year you know, so we get to see like all the new products, but lately the last couple of years, I've been, I've been holding off on it to go to the Atlantic city show, which is a smaller show. 
but it's more local and it's just, I feel like it's more cost effective because I remember go, like I used to go out to the Vegas show every year and then <clears throat> 2017 I had an epiphany because like after walking like a show that's like the size of like four football fields I'm sitting down to lunch it took me 45 minutes to sit down to lunch <clears throat> and all I had time to order was like a Caesar salad which I thought was was quick that Caesar salad cost me 22 bucks I had no chicken on it and it was just water and it took me like, it took me like an hour and 45 minutes to get that Caesar salad. I just said to myself, what am I doing here? A lot of this stuff is online. Uh, we, we do keep on top of education. Um, that, was, that was actually one of the main reasons why we went out to the Vegas show like every year, but kind of cut back on it because of the education. But a lot of this stuff is online now. I mean, I mean, look what I'm doing right now. Like we're doing podcasting, um, doing web videos. So you can find like a lot of this information out yourself. So, you know, why now we kind of live, now I kind of limit the Vegas show to like every other year. Um, I was looking forward to the Atlantic City show. Unfortunately, that got canceled. Um, like pretty much everything else got canceled. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe they'll push it further back. I would love to see what's going on there. Uh, but it'll be, it's, even if they do, if they do push it back, it'll just be a totally different show. Whatever they had planned for that, it's, it's just going to morph and, you know, it'll be more reflective of the environment that we find ourselves in now. Um, have you seen anything lately? It was like, whoa, that's, that's really cool. Um, I'll set an example. I, I was just at a Comic-Con, and so they were selling lanyards, but the, uh, the lanyard part was actually a USB cable that you could use to charge your phone. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, no, I'm, like I said, like, um, <clears throat> I didn't see anything you and unique uh, in terms of, you know, everyone, let me put it this way, everyone wants to know what's different sometimes what's different could just be a spin on the tried and true method just like that eco shirt that i told you about mm -hmm. earlier or, or like that sonic welding that I, that I told you about um you know if, it, if i'm of the opinion like if it works you know stick at it or if it's not broke you know if it's not broke don't fix it you know if you know you give out like a t-shirt or if you're, if you're doing like lanyards and, and badges and whatever and they fulfill whatever purpose that they're trying to fulfill you know, if they still do it, then, you know, keep, keep at it. Now, if there are new spins to it, you want to, you know, test the waters, you know, go for it. Um, you know, we're not, we're not here to talk, talk out of it. At the end of the day, you know, we'll do whatever you, we'll do whatever you want us to do. Like we'll print whatever you want us to print. <clears throat> In regards to the larger organizations, what we say to them, like we'll print whatever you want us to print that trademark allows. You know, when you get into the, like the larger organizations, like they have a lot of do's and don'ts. Um, but like we're very, we're, we're actually the, uh, like a silver lining with servicing those. Like we actually got very good at like keeping brand identity. So like what a lot of the smaller businesses don't know or not aware of, uh, like they'll, they come to us for printing. Like we try to keep it like pretty consistent. So like if their blue is like a PMS 186, and for those who don't know, like uh, a lot of inks are assigned like a Pantone color and they're, right. they're given like a PMS number. So like if you're printing like in PMS 186 blue, you know, we try to keep all your, your logo colors in PMS 186 blue. Now, not everything is printed with a PMS color, but you know, we'll, we'll adapt whatever the print is for that, you know, for that specific whatever, because we want to keep your brand as consistent as possible. We want to keep your colors as consistent as possible, that feeling, that look, you know, the font types, all that good stuff. That's amazing. Um, so what's the, what's, uh, what's the best part about being at SGS? So uh, I know it's kind of a lifelong business. Uh, mm -hmm. Family owned business. I mean, yeah. honestly, I think the, the thing that I like about 
being with SJS. Like, even though I work like, like this is supposed to be like our busy season. Like I usually work like 60 to 70 hours a week or whatever. And like, you know, it's tough or whatever, but I do, I do like having, um, I do like running the show. I really do. I don't like taking orders from other people. Um, that, yeah, just, just making my own. I'm like such a weird creature of habit. Like I work hard to not work hard. Like I, I, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that's the uh, tenant of most small business owners is uh, okay. you work 100 hours a week, so you don't have to work 40 hours a week. Yeah, that's, 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 I, I realized that like over the weekend, like when I was like working like on a Saturday and Sunday, because like, I, uh, like our busy season actually came early this year, like it came in February, and that's like, that's unusual. Uh, so like, I'm just like working like on Saturdays and Sundays, I'm just thinking about, I'm just thinking about this. Like I could just like be working like a nine to five job or, or whatever. Uh, but like, I just, I'm just putting all this work, but it's, it's very rewarding. It's very rewarding to not just run your own business, but to actually provide value. Like I'm a very big believer of providing value and whatever value it is that people see in you, not necessarily the value that you say you're providing. So um usually that value from us like we get a lot of referrals to like hey we need this like really quick or uh maybe not necessarily they want it or they know what they want to do they want to do something they just don't know what it is uh i remember one realtor was doing like an employment uh push a couple of years back and they said oh, oh we're attending a trade show uh, like i just need some uh pens and notepads i'm like okay what are your, what's the trade show about and you're like oh we're trying to bring in young people to work for the company uh i'm like well, well what's your value proposition you know why would someone want to work with you guys versus going to like the other realtor and they're like oh we're like a really fun company to work with and i'm like oh so do you think like a pen and notepad says you're like you're a fun company to work with well we had, and then they got them thinking they're like oh well maybe not um what we ended up doing, we did, we did some like music related items. Like we did some like earbuds and, and I can't, I can't remember specifically whatever, uh, but it was, a, it was a successful show for them. So it's that, it's that type of thing. Like I love solving problems. Um, we, you know, we try to make people, you know, as happy, happy as, as possible uh, as the situation calls for it. That's amazing. And uh, I'm going through your catalog right now over at sjsspecialty.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the earbuds, uh, it's very, um it's, uh that we can definitely very, that very huge catalog uh, you, you, uh, you might be you might be seeing a future order from us for the uh earbuds and run plastic case so well interesting thing about earbuds i, I actually uh tell people unless you have the budget for it i try to st- uh, steer people away from technology just because like if, you, if you're giving it out to like a younger crowd like what we've seen especially with the universities like those students or like younger generation or like the generation Z and the younger millennials, if they have the money to do it, like they'll, they'd rather shout like a hundred dollars uh, okay. on, their, on their own, like on their own earbuds than, or like a power bank than what your budget would allow for. Now, if you were doing something like a safety program, like just say you're a university and you're doing like a power bank and your budget is like $5 power bank, like that's good you know, if they find themselves like stranded somewhere like in the, in the dead of night or, or whatever. But like I, if you're, if you're trying to like, wow, like a younger demographic, like we try to, we try to recommend items like with more of like a personal touch. Um, 
technology, I, I feel like just doesn't, at, at least for like with most clients' budgets, I feel like what the, per, the what the recipient would want versus what's like in a company's budget. Like I just, I, I feel like they often don't mesh up. Right. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks for giving me a heads up on that. So no yeah. problem. I would be, I'd rather not tell you something that I don't think will work. That's, that's actually one of, one of the biggest pet peeves. I think a lot of people in my industry do. I think, um, I think a lot of, there's a very low barrier to enter into our industry, but it's a very high bar to succeed. <clears throat> um, pretty much like a lot of people like fell into our industry because they got laid off or they, they kind of want to do something else or whatever. And, you know, they'll just, they'll just take the order and, you know, and, and then that's it. Uh, we want you guys to succeed in your marketing, whatever, whatever you're trying to do, whether it's like branding, modifying behaviors or just doing like mailers or stuff like that. So yeah, we're very, we're, like, we'll let you know if I don't, if we don't think an item's going to work for you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. That's why you've been around, I think, 1982, correct? Yeah, uh, my father started in 1982, and then uh, I officially came aboard 2008. <clears throat> been doing it ever since. We love it. Uh, Mike, you got anything else? No, thank you. Our CFO appreciates you saving no. uh, us some money. Thanks, Mike. We, we uh, appreciate that. I'm glad, I'm glad to do it. Your CFO, is that Julia? No, it's me. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> So uh, I appreciate that very much. And yeah, you know what? Uh, you have done great work for us in the past and we will be like hitting you up in the future for some, uh, some great. Oh, wonderful. Um, actually, if you, if you could do me a favor and take it into our lessons of account, um, if you're happy with what we did for you, uh, anything that we've done for you recently, if you, if you want to leave us either a Google review or a Facebook review, I'm actually trying to up our digital uh, footprint now that I have uh, like a little bit more time for this. Um, one, qu uh, one quick final thing, actually, um, if you go onto uh, the promotional products website, you'll see like a very, very huge catalog uh, out there. Um, do not uh, worry so much about the price of the item. Like basically, like that website is more for existing customers than it is for trying to generate new traffic. Cause like, I actually don't want random internet orders on that website. So that catalog uh, with the price, you know, with the prices being what they are, it's just to give you an idea of what it could be. And this is what our pricing model is. Whatever, most things that you see on that website. So if you see like a mug on that website, that's like starting at like 50 pieces at $5 and like a thousand pieces, it's 325, you know, whatever that minimum quantity, we start at the 325 and then we kind of go down from there. Now that's like, on, that's, that's on most stuff. Like if you're, you've been in this industry for as long as you have, like you will have, you should have the buying power to, <clears throat> to offer some uh, really good pricing models. And we just pass those savings on to you. In fact, most people in our industry that, um, that have been around for a while, they should be able to compete with the four imprints, which is kind of like the Walmart of our industry. So uh, most times it'll be in like the same ballpark. Sometimes it'll be better pricing. Sometimes it'll be like a little, little worse for whatever. Um, but yeah, um, whatever you guys got going on, we'd love to give you our feedback. We'd love talking about this type of stuff. Um, and one final thing uh, on, um, you know, whether purchasing it through us or through someone, um, Shipping matters, like where you're pulling stuff from. So, like going back to the drinkware example, <clears throat> that mug uh, might start at the 325, but if you're ordering it 
from California, if it's a ceramic mug, that shipping is going to be really, really expensive. Uh, we have to, what you have to do when shipping glassware or ceramics, it has to go in stuff like called safe packaging. So that's going to add cost to the shipping already. And you're putting like round objects like into a square box. So like when you ship that stuff out, you're actually shipping a lot of boxes out and you're shipping in like those boxes weigh a ton. So even if you're doing something like 144 mugs, you know, there could, they could be like 20 per case. So you could be like shipping seven or eight cases out from California and that will really out like, so if you pick a mug that you like on that website and you're like, well, it's a great mug, but from your geographic location, it may not be good for you. Like we'll, we'll pull, we'll pull from like a closer, like from like a closer area. Uh, that's like the, the biggest bane of my existence. In fact, I think if someone out there can invent a, a package that they could stuff like a hundred ceramic mugs in, like they will make bank. They I'm just, working on it right now. Awesome. Thank you. And where can we find you? Uh, what, um, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, where should we find you online? Um, uh, you can contact, you can talk, yeah. you can contact myself, Mike at sjespecially.com. Our phone number is 732-613-0080 located out in Manalapan. You can check out our Facebook page. If you like, there's some, uh, there's some info articles out there, what we've been doing recently in regards to the the in the pandemic situation uh we've just been posting like little uh info articles uh, right now just because like i mentioned earlier people are kind of panicking out there and they might they might gravitate towards purchasing something that might might actually be like a scam or um gotcha. we just don't want people being taken advantage of um it, you know you know hopefully this thing will reside sooner rather than later we could always hope um in the meantime um you know we're out there we're, we're here to protect your interests when it comes to this stuff and we, we want to you know we want people when you come to sjs we want people having a better impression of your brand than when they first encountered it awesome thank you very much it's awesome. thank you thank you for having me